Um, all right, dude. So let's do a thing called overrated, underrated. Perfect. Everyone's doing it, and I honestly, I think it's a great way to start conversations. Let's do it. So, overrated or underrated? NDI. Underrated. You think it's underrated? Why do yep. you think it's underrated? I don't think people use it to its full potential. Okay, explain. Uh, well, I think that a lot of people are just using it for either capture, okay, or to get camera for one from one place to another. Okay, most places that I walk into, that's what it's being used for, and I think it has so much more potential than that. And okay. so, like, one of the ways that I use it is to uh, bring in uh, ProPresenter output as a source for an LED wall, which avoids a switcher. Oh, okay. Um, so by doing that, it's allowing whatever software I'm using for the output of my LED wall to uh, act as the switcher. Okay. So Ex explain that. So okay, like, kind of like do like a breakdown of like you have computer that's running ProPresenter. You yep. have an NDI feed of the background image yep. or whatever yep. out of that. Yep. Into what's the next step? Into so for me in my use case specifically, it's Resolume. Okay. Uh, so I'm so taking, another computer running Resolume. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So that computer is just doing uh, Resolume. Um, and which it, could be pro video player or what other sure yeah yep. whatever but you're using yep. mad mapper you you name it yep. yep um and so we're taking ndi from pro presenter in as an input that way we can choose a where that output is going if you have multiple led walls or you want it sized or scaled differently so like you're tiling it mhm mm okay yep um and then for for my use case, we have several cameras that are NDI, and so the ability to bring those in and place them wherever I want to without having to go through a router or a switcher or right. add more infrastructure. Because you have multiple rooms, yeah. so you could technically pull one of the cameras from the room that's on the one side of the building. Yep. All the way into the main sanctuary and throw that on the LED wall if you want to. Yep. So we, we've we done that before with uh, baptisms in a room all the way across our building. And our building is not small. No. And so... Well, it's because like, like that building grew and like instead of like like Willow Creek, it feels like it's like there's old sanctuary and they just built their new sanctuary like literally yeah, right, right next, next to it. it. Where were the church that you work at, that I used to mm -hmm. work at, they have sanctuary, then they built like a youth room, and then another youth room, and then another youth room, and then they built another sanctuary. Yeah, it's a super long campus. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's not super wide, but it's real long. Real long, yeah. And so, <laughs> and so for us... Fiber is your friend. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's a lot of it. Yeah. You know, they, they did the infrastructure really well when they did it. Yeah. But to not tax a lot of those resources because yeah. you never know when you're going to need a, a fiber run from one end to the other. Yeah. And so for us to be able to, so in that use case, we pulled an NDI uh, PTZ camera mm -hmm. in while they were doing baptisms. That PTZ was shooting that baptism and we were able to display it on the other end of the building for the whole congregation to see because again, our campus is large and so 
it's really easy to not know what half of the church is doing. Yeah. You know? and, and for clarification, I think because people ask the question of like, why did you need to do that? Do you not do baptisms in your main room? You guys have a Spanish ministry yes. that meets in that room. Yep. So we wanted them to be a part yes. so that we could all celebrate as a church together. Yep. Absolutely. Just for clarification yep. for people going, why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do, we, we do baptisms. We believe in baptisms, yeah. but we just, we do them separately. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, but the ability to really open that up and celebrate with them yeah. what's going on yeah, that's super is cool. great. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So you're doing that in the tiling sense. Okay, that's cool. Um, so that still seems like a pretty basic way to do that. Sure. Um, I personally think that NDI dances the line, in my opinion, as overrated slash rated. Because okay. I personally feel like the idea of NDI is amazing, mm-hmm. just like Dante. Like, sure. It's what it's video side of what Dante is for audio. Yep, hundred percent. And I love the idea of you know, hey, I can get my lyrics, or I can get a multi view, or and it's all network based. So mm-hmm. it's not now I don't have to do this weird like. Oh, well, I have to get an SDI line run over here. Oh, and then I have to make sure that's the right format. And it's, mm-hmm. You know, all these kind of things that can fail. Like, I love that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Where I think that it becomes overrated for me is that the cost is still really high for what it values when you're talking about, like, a TriCaster video switcher sure. where you're running all the cameras in NDI. Super cool. Mm-hmm but too expensive for what you're actually getting. I don't sure. really feel like there's any benefit running it that way mm-hmm. personally. I think that the idea of like what you guys are doing where it's like, because are you guys running those cameras NDI for that room altogether or are you just like, because like you're using the bird dog cameras, yep. which are, you know, like you get PoE power for them, you get control mm-hmm. and you get NDI yep. whether you need it or not. Yeah. Are you SDIing that into a video switcher yeah, for your so, normal video world there, and then you have the capability of picking it off? Yep, you're exactly okay. right. So we're SDI into a Blackmagic yeah, switcher. Okay. Uh, really simple, basic video setup for that room. Right. Hey, everyone. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I really want to get this announcement in here from our sponsor. In the church tech production space, community plays a major role in growth. Our partners at WAVE are working to grow this community through their upcoming conference. The WAVE conference is the event for production worship leaders to learn, connect, and grow in community. These church leaders and AV production experts are passionate about utilizing their tools to enhance the sharing of the gospel. Registration is open for the event in Louisville, September 12th through the 14th, so put it in your calendar. Once it's in your calendar, stop whatever else you are about to go do and go to the website, which is wave-events.co, not .com, .co, don't get it confused, and register. Don't procrastinate. I know how you tech people are. I'm one of them, and we don't want to procrastinate. We want to get registered. All right, we'll see you there. But then the ability to expound yeah. outside of that. Yeah, yeah, f- totally. And I love that thought process. And I think that that makes sense in my head. Yeah. Well, that's where I think you're right. I think it's underrated in those mm-hmm. scenarios. I think it's cool. I think it has its place. There's a level of instability still that I feel like I get with, you know, and we we talked with Caleb about like the wave stuff. And like one of the things that we brought up is, like, what's your level of being able to, like, troubleshoot that and understand sure. it? And I think that that's where, like, with SDI, you don't really get that. It's mm-hmm. like, 
it's a point to point. Like yeah. this cable goes from here and goes to there, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, yeah, there is the, the level of like frame rates and resolutions. You have to make mm-hmm. sure those are matching and stuff yeah. like that. But it's like, that's still pretty simple math. Sure. You know, where it's like, okay, does my net, is my network set up correctly to, you know, to handle that and not mm-hmm. destroy everything else on the network. Sure. You know, am I going to, you know, have IP conflicts now? And those kind mm-hmm. of things where it's like, those could add in. And that's why I say it dances that line because I don't mm-hmm. think it's overrated. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, like I don't think, I don't know, personally, I just, I'm seeing more and more people just like wanting everything to be NDI. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm there quite there, you know, full NDI everything. Let's rip out every piece of cabling. Mm-hmm. I think for stuff that you absolutely have to count on, I'm all for hard line, yeah. all that stuff. But I also, can can weigh that cost in the sense of, man, if I was a small church setting up a, a, a new setup, all that stuff, yeah. would I put that same money into the, the network configuration side and making sure that my infrastructure is real strong? Yeah. Or would I, you know, spend a bunch of money pulling cable and, yeah. you know, making sure that stuff is... How deep in the weeds do you think you could get with NDI right now? Decent. Okay. Yeah. Bandwidth. Like how much data is going to be slammed onto your network switch. Sure. Oh, I mean, it's all to scale, right? So average church, let's say three cameras. Yeah. Uh, I would say, mm, man, that's tough because it all depends on the camera too. Let's say the Burduck, the P200s, that's a pretty generic, it's 1080p. We've found those to be really low bandwidth usage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can pull all, all six of them. Okay. Excuse me, seven. I can pull all seven of them into Red Room. Because you have multiple rooms that have them. Correct. So th- Just for clarity, he doesn't have seven cameras in Sorry. one room. Yes. <laughs> well, we do, but well, that's I mean, a different the, story. The, the, big one, <laughs> the big one makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so uh, three bird dogs all the way across the campus, three about halfway, okay. and then one in room. Okay. I can pull all of those in, in and display them. No problem. No problem. Mm-mm. On a massive corporate network. Mm-hmm. Are you VLAN off and stuff like that? So, uh, yes. Okay. So we we run a couple of VLANs uh, at our church just to simplify things. Um, lighting networks don't like any other activity. What? Believe it or not. Lighting doesn't play well with anything else? With anything else. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a we have a specific lighting VLAN, and okay. then we have a uh, AV VLAN okay. that all of these cameras live on, and then that, that machine lives on both. Okay. Um, okay. So pretty, pretty light. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, go get something off the shelf at Best Buy and be fine, or should it be layer two? Two layer three, like what? Are you, what are you talking here? Uh, I mean, depending on what it is. Because I mean, I've ran, I, I've, I've ran them off, of, you know, Ubiquiti Pro switches. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't like the non-Pro switches because like mm-hmm. they just don't have sure. the, like the data processing power. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a you know twenty-four port Pro switches, like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I think know? that would handle it just fine. Yeah, because I think that's kind of what you guys are running. I think yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've. And maybe this is an OBS problem, but I've had where, like, I'll have ProPresenter running a full, you know, image, like, here's my announcements, video slide, whatever. I'll yep. have that in as, like, an NDI feed. I'll have lower thirds, just lyrics with alpha channel as a lower third. 
and then I'll do like a picture in picture setup. Sure. And I will consistently maybe once a month have to reconnect those. So are you using OBS on the same machine? No. Okay. So it's like I have iMac in main sanctuary, Mac mini in broadcast. That's OBS. That's, you know, actually mm -hmm. pushing it uh, out. Um, and like I said, like no updates are being done. Cause like that's usually like my first question. Did you sure. update anything? Right. No, we didn't update anything. Okay, cool. And I like, so this is a client that I have specifically, mm -hmm. um, because they didn't have the infrastructure. They had network and I was like, okay, well we can do this. Mm -hmm. you know, don't worry. Um, and so like I took notes. So I have a document that states what OS each computer is running, which mm -hmm. version of ProPresenter, which version, yep. of, you know, so it's like when they go, no, I didn't update it. And I go to my list and I go, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you did. <laughs> which keep in mind, you should all be doing that. Yes. <laughs> Document everything. Yeah. That way you can track back when a problem starts, if it starts. Right. What because happened? I know that it works perfectly fine on these versions. Yes. This is the version of everything that it was on when it was working without any problem. Yes. Well, now this OS is clearly on a different version than what I have documented. So, like, it's mm -hmm. an obvious reason why this isn't working. Everything comes with a change log now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they've actually been really good. They're almost, like, afraid to touch anything mm -hmm. uh, because they don't want it to break. Sure. Um, and... I've had to teach them just to go and reconnect it. Like it's not actually broken. It's just like mm. you have to select the thing in OBS and go uh, properties. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the NDI feed that I want you to grab, mm -hmm. and it's fine. Um, I did recently update all of like NDI tools and all that kind of yep. stuff, and I feel like that's kind of fixed the problem. But okay. like that's like one of those levels of like. For me, that's the first thing that my head goes to. Just make sure everything's reconnected. Sure. Go to ProPresenter. Make sure that, you know, someone didn't actually delete the screen. Make sure mm -hmm. that the name didn't change. You know, mm -hmm. like, those type of things. But, like, for most people, like, they they don't know how to do that kind of stuff or sure. they don't think about that. So I think that that's another one of those, like, it's not a point-to-point, -point, you know, mm -hmm. where it just, it just works. Yeah. Um, I will say the things that are exciting me about NDI is that for a long time, like, I'm sure you've heard of, like, Justin Power and stuff mm -hmm. like that. That stuff has been around for a while. Yeah. But in a live scenario, I haven't felt like it is latency-free enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything's yeah, got latency. Sure. Um, with BirdDog having, you know, decoders for TVs and displays now, mm -hmm. that actually is pretty exciting to me. Yeah. Um, to see the, kind of that video over IP mm -hmm. in a more – because I do think that NDI is more stable, more robust than – like a just had power style mm -hmm. like setup. Mm -hmm. So I am excited about that. Well, and just the the potential of digital signage. Yeah. Like any TV is now digital signage. Yeah. Really really exciting. One of the things that I love is like we had a I had a church that they wanted they they had limited security cameras, but they wanted to be able to see the church, the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. There was already like four cameras in the sanctuary. I actually spit out their multi-view into an encoder for NDI and then put an NDI decoder on their okay. computer. Yeah. And so they were just able to see, you know, all yeah. four cameras or whatever it was that they had. Yeah. And they were like, you know, it's not recording, but like we can at least see what's going on inside the yeah. sanctuary now. And so like there's a bunch of those kind of things where it's like there's already network connections usually almost everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so like that's, that is, I think, the benefit to it. And that's why I don't want to say that it's overrated. Yeah. But like, I just, I have a hard time going, yeah, I'm going to deploy this and it's going to be super robust, especially like I was saying, like on the, like that TriCaster side of things, mm -hmm. where it's like everything is NDI mm -hmm. that just, 
I think in a couple of years it'll probably be cool in my head. Yeah. But like right now that just makes me super nervous. I think I think more and more devices will start coming with it native. Yeah. Um just in the sake of it's an open platform that anybody can adapt to. Yeah. Theoretically. And I feel like we're starting to see that. You know, like mm-hmm. most of the Sony PTZs have them now. Most yeah. of the Panasonics, most of the PTZ optics have them, mm-hmm. especially in the PTZ world. Um So if nothing else, NDI can be a fail safe if yeah. something dies. Yeah. You know, if your switcher dies, there's NDI switcher software yeah. that you could make work in a few hours. The the best thing about NDI that I've used it for is to have zero paid softwares mm-hmm. and to be able to multi-stream to multiple locations without having to do anything yeah. with NDI virtual input. Mm-hmm. Open up YouTube open up Facebook, mm-hmm. <laughs> open up my website, yep. and go, oh, grab this input, grab this input, grab this input, broadcast. And I'm not actually even encoding on OBS. Mm-hmm. So there's not really any like labor-intensive like mm-hmm. encoding like from like software side of things. But then mm-hmm. it's like now you're getting YouTube is encoding it from themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's being encoded the way they want it to be encoded. Which, little known fact, they stole that from Twitch. You, uh, NDI did? YouTube did. YouTube did? The, the ability to do that. They took that from Twitch. What are you talking about? The ability to pull it in as a virtual input. Twitch has been doing that for a long time. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, they, they all have. I mean, because the thing is, like, virtual input just, like, shows it as, like, a webcam. Mm-hmm. So, like, both, like, if you don't run that, you can't do that. You can't do that on Twitch right. either. I guess I'm confused. Haven't they always done that? Mm-mm. No. Gotcha. That's, it's... It was. It's been on Twitch for a few years now, but gotcha. it, YouTube finally adapted it. I think right around 2020. Interesting. Yep. I did not know that. Yeah. I just assumed that it was like we were like tricking the system, like mm-hmm. quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't an option for oh. quite a while. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was showing up as a webcam because you could you could stream from a webcam. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well. It's a cool way to get to multiple platforms for free. Yeah, Yeah, fun fact for you. (laughs)